Hello, this is John Deke with 25 Years of the Very Young Composers, a program of the New York Philharmonic. We're hearing a piano piece by very young composer Nico Lipman called Tika 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 Tika, which is kind of like uh, trumpet double tonguing. The performer is Sun Chang of the Shanghai Symphony Orchestra. This is scene 11, A Miracle in New York. Preparing to audition for a major orchestra has always involved major preparation, let alone for the New York Philharmonic. I was disappointed that Bernstein had just decided to step down from music director to pursue his own composing. Hmm. Well, it did show me that even such a cosmically brilliant genius as he could change his mind about his own future and rethink the best use of his gifts. In any case, I would be auditioning first for a committee headed by the personnel manager and then, in the finals, God willing, for the eminent conductor George Sell, who was taking a position as music advisor to the Philharmonic. Since Zell was director of the Cleveland Orchestra, I had heard him in concert many times at Oberlin, which was nearby Cleveland, I knew what kind of sound he liked and from the gossip what a demanding tyrant he could be. (laughs) Well, I'd already had enough of that experience with Thor Johnson. I listened to Sell's recordings and tried to imitate the sound he got from the Cleveland. Still, (laughs) I knew what a slim chance I had, since it was clear I would be up against some of the most seasoned professionals in the field. So, hoping against hope, I gambled a plane ticket. There was almost no such thing as a credit card in those days, so I showed up at the airport with just a few dollars of borrowed cash in hand. Back then, you could still travel with a base for no extra charge just by sticking it head down into the empty plane seat next to you. There was enough room between rows of seats to fit just fine then. (laughs) How times have changed, eh? But travel was the least of the problems ahead. I had planned to stay with my friend from Oberlin, Tom Teese, to whom I'd passed that New York apartment where I had stayed with dear old Mrs. Davies. But upon arrival, neither Tom nor Mrs. Davies would answer the phone. After repeated calls, no answer. My audition was scheduled for the first thing the next morning, 9 a.m. I called a nearby motel, certainly not a fancy one, But they wanted $19. $19! That was not only more money I had on me, that was more than I had in the bank. It was nearing midnight. I was getting panicked. LaGuardia Airport was very small then, only one concourse, and in the middle of that lobby was a statue of Fiorello LaGuardia himself. There were some movable chairs, and so I had no choice but to pull one up to the statue, resting one foot on Fiorello's pedestal, the other foot on my base. Did I get any sleep? (laughs) Not much, but hey, I survived. In the morning, I spent much of my the rest of my cash on a taxi directly to Lincoln Center. That was about three dollars, as I remember. With little time to warm up, or to get nervous after all, I was brought up to the offices where the committee was waiting for me. The committee and I exchanged stiff greetings. There were no screens in those days, and I knew who the favorite was. 
a professional bass player who had substituted with the orchestra the past year. Everybody seemed to like him. But I went ahead and started playing the Schubert Arpeggione Sonata, third movement, and then the prelude to the first Bach cello suite. They let me play the whole movement. Silence. Then the old personnel manager began complaining about bass players who think they can play cello transcriptions. Just play me an F major scale, whole notes. Think you can manage that? He leered. So I did, but I thought I was done for. Goodbye. But then they had me sight-read some Mendelssohn, Beethoven, Strauss, Stravinsky. I was ready to pack it up and return to Illinois, but after some buzzing... Be here the same time tomorrow. You'll play for Mr. Sell on the stage. I was shocked. I returned to good old Teeman Place, as Tom by that time answered the phone, apologizing for being out so late, yada yada. No problem. Hey, I slept like a baby on the floor with blankets next to my base. The next morning, the morning that was... I reported to the hall and was again the first of six finalists, all of whom were major players that I knew by reputation. When I played my solos for Maestro Sell, I could see a bit of smile on that dour face, even maybe a nodding of the head. During the sight reading, he was particularly focused on a Mozart overture. I want this Boeing, not that, and faster, faster, like this, and crisp, please. Now, keep in mind that I'm by no means the fastest turtle in the race. I was already dizzy. I took several deep breaths, trying to force my mind to comprehend what he just said. I was aware that my future hung on the next two minutes. I began to play. Good, he said, I remember distinctly. And the next thing I knew... I received the phone call from the personnel manager telling me the good news. I, I, I was still not out of the woods since Bernstein himself would hear me play, and then Pierre Boulez, who took over the following year. But again, I get ahead of myself. We were on our way to New York City!